Hey, what's up, friends? Welcome back to episode number three of the Get Rooted in Health podcast. Hey, friend. Welcome to the Get Rooted in Health podcast. I'm Gabby Flater, a faith-led wife, mom of three, certified nutrition consultant, personal trainer, and passionate about changing lives. I know how frustrating it can be to navigate the health and wellness world. You want to be motivated to prioritize your well-being and wish you were more educated when it comes to cultivating a healthy home. Maybe you're a mom who's completely burnt out and needs a fresh perspective on life, or you're searching for a place to feel seen, heard, and encouraged in a godly manner. No matter if you're doing the dishes, getting your sweat on, or drinking reheated coffee while watching the kids play, there is always an opportunity for growth. If you are ready to finally take action about these desires and are ready to learn, grow, and transform your mind, then you are in the right place. It's time to establish deeper roots so you can enjoy a more fruitful and fulfilling harvest. Let's dig in. I'm so glad that you guys are here today. I hope that you are doing well, had an amazing last week, and here I am bringing a new episode to you to start off your week. So excited. Um, Still feel like, wow, I don't even know what the heck I'm doing, but you guys have just encouraged me, blown me away uh, just with your comments, your messages, uh, your willingness to share them on your social media platforms or with your friends and family, uh, with your reviews. You guys, I should just pull one up right now uh, because I do want to share these along the way. If you have not left a five-star review, subscribe to the podcast. It would mean the world to me if you would do that. I will shout you out and be sure to share your review over here on the podcast. I'm just pulling it up right now because I do want to share one uh, real quick. And yeah, the launch week was just so busy. The launch day was like, oh my gosh, you know, so many messages, so many questions, so many things to post. And then Google was not working for me. And I was like, oh, and I was like, okay, God, you're just going to have to, you know, just, you know, use this where I'm at. And, uh, hopefully the things that are not working will get figured out. And by the next day it was all okay. Uh, it just took a little bit longer than, uh, you know, just like a, a day or two for Google to kind of get on board with things. So everything is up and running. I'm on Spotify. I'm on Apple Podcasts. I'm on Google Podcasts. I'm on iHeartRadio. Uh, and I think one other one that I can't think of right now, but basically the main ones for sure. Uh, so let's see. I am going to scroll down here into my reviews and we are going to do, so you guys have your names here um, from your iTunes accounts. So this one is from Four Roosters and a Chick. It says, inspiring content. Gabby's podcast was a short burst of inspiration to start the day. Her topic on having a growth mindset is crucial to living your best life. And she elaborates and gives you ideas on how to have a growth versus fixed mindset. That means so much. Thank you so much, Four Roosters and a Chick, for that shout out and for um, just finding value in uh, in my podcast in the first episode and willing to, to share that. So that just means so much. So we are going to jump right into today. We are chatting about food labels. Yes. So we're going to kind of transition over. Uh, you know, we had one about, uh, you know, uh, 
growth, inspiration, those kinds of things. Then we had one about movement and exercise. Now we're going to kind of touch on um, nutrition, food. Uh, so these are like a lot of the main, I'm going to kind of cycle through these. So you're going to see patterns of me cycling through different things um, relating to those different topics. Um, if you hadn't listened to my trailer episode, I do talk about that. It's like nine minutes long. Um, so if you head over there, you'll you'll hear a little bit more about um, the background behind Rooted in Health, why I started it, where it's been, where it's come, and uh, what you're going to find when you come to this this podcast. So today we're going to talk about three things to look for when reading food labels. So I don't honestly really know where it began for me when I started to find myself reading labels and really valuing what comes into my home in terms of food and what goes into my body. I grew up very self-conscious about my body, um, yeah, what I wore, what I looked like, all those things. And I grew up eating, guys, basically I grew up on crap food. I'm just going to put it out there. My mom, God bless her, she just didn't know. They just they just didn't know. And she was doing her best. She was raising me and my uh, younger sister. Um, and that was all she knew. And so, you know, the Pop-Tarts, the Chef Boyardee bowls, the granola bars that are ultra processed, the frozen dinners, the peanut butter with the added sugars. Guys, I inhaled ketchup as a kid. I absolutely loved ketchup and I still like it, but not to the extent, like I literally owned a ketchup t-shirt guys. Like that is how far my obsession with ketchup went. So come to find out that is loaded with so much sugar and I was consuming so much of that and back then it was known as high fructose corn syrup. So we're going to dive into a lot of those things, but I have come a long way and I started to value more and more of, okay, I, you know, I'm very self-conscious about my body as I got older and started to, you know, I could drive, I, I started working, I could make more decisions. Um, you know, I got married and moved out of the house at a younger age. I was able to be more in control of what I put into my body and, uh, just started to really, my eyes opened to what I thought was healthy, wasn't really healthy. And um, just understanding, um, my understanding of food, nutrition, label reading, all of that had grown. And, and I really just, I was self-taught. I taught myself um, how to do that. And I, and I gravitated toward any, towards any resources that I could that would get me there. So when it comes to navigating uh, the grocery store and trying to make better choices for your family, uh, it can be really hard to navigate that. And like I said, I pretty much self-taught myself a lot of this stuff uh, and read a lot of things, started following people as I, um, as people on social media started to uh, share more of this kind of stuff. I mean, it's really exploded, you guys. Uh, so unless you've spent time <laughs> educating yourself, most people just don't fully know, just don't have the time, which is why I'm doing this, is not everyone has the time to go and dive into these things or has even the interest, but at least just wants to have tidbits of knowledge to be able to make better choices and not have to feel like they got to go to school for this. Uh, so uh, knowing what's, you know, it's, it's hard to fully know what's behind all that, you know, pretty packaging that's in the store. We are human beings and we're gravitated, we gravitate towards pretty things, beautiful things, or like flashy, bright colored, sparkly, whatever. And guess what? That's marketing. And that's what a lot of companies do. And they don't always have your best interest in mind. 
they've got their best interest in mind and what's going in their pockets, okay? So they, you know, entice you with the labels, the keywords, hot trends that are out there, but they still fill your body with the junk that isn't necessary. So in this episode, we're going to talk about three main things to start looking for on your food labels that could be wreaking havoc in your health. If you want to set you and your family up for success for the long run in terms of your health and wellness, then this will be a simple and practical way to start. So some things that we're going to talk about, um, the importance of reading labels, how that becomes, how that has become such a habit of mine, three things to start avoiding as much as possible uh, in terms of um, added sugars, inflammatory oils, and natural flavors. Understanding how the stores are set up and where to spend most of your time shopping, um, and then how to not live so confined by this and what flexibility can look like in terms of uh, what to say yes to and what to say no to because guys, I know, everyone hashtag YOLO, you only live once. Okay, I get it. So like, yes, I'm gonna have, you know, an Oreo or I'm gonna go get the burger or whatever. Like we can't, there comes a point where you just are not in control of everything uh, and it's okay. You you And this is life and you're meant to live and enjoy it and not be bound by rules, food rules. I've really grown a lot over the years um, and this will be a whole other topic, uh, but I have definitely had my different seasons of how I viewed food, um, how I ate, and all of that stuff. So uh, yeah, we'll save that for another episode. So all right. I hope um, that, you know, you find that this encourages you and that this gives you some better shopping habits um, and tips that um, this teaches you so that you can better understand um, the food labels and the system that's out there. So let's think of a grocery store when you walk in there, how it's set up. You know, you've got the outer aisles that are filled with um, all of the produce, you've got the meats and seafoods, you've got your dairy, uh, you know, think of like the perimeter of the store, okay? Kind of more of the fresh stuff, um, your deli, all of those things. And then what's in the center of the store? Like what's in the middle? Those are all the, the processed, those are all the packaged foods. So majority of your shopping should be in the perimeter of the store. You should be loading up your cart with as much fresh fruits and vegetables. Um, if it's gotta be frozen, fine, that's in the aisles, but you know, the perimeter of the store. Think of what is there. And so you're loading up on, you know, great, you know, meats and if you like seafood, um, quality dairy products, your eggs, uh, you know, all the fruits and veggies. And then trickle in the things that you need in between because, of course, we're all going to need, like, baking powder. We're going to need our spices. We're going to need, you know, some tortilla chips for taco night. You know, those kinds of things. But when you are in the middle of those of the store, in those aisles, that's when it becomes crucial to read labels. Now, you will need to read labels when you're picking out meat, let's say. Uh, I know not everyone can afford or has access to high quality, you know, pasture-raised or organic or whatever, but I have actually read some labels on chicken, like fresh chicken, and they put um, things in there aside from chicken, and it's just bonkers to me. I, I don't understand why you can't just leave it be, but part of me understands it's so that it's more addicting, 
they can make it last longer or ship longer so they just plump it up with junk um, and so that it just can sit on the shelves longer or it makes you your taste buds <laughs> there's science behind the scientists that are working behind what makes someone's taste buds just like light up and make them want to come back for more uh, and, and that goes into some of this, this food stuff and it's scary because not all of it is healthy for you. And, uh, most of it, I should just say is not. So spend the most time shopping in the perimeter of the store, <sighs> spend less time in the other aisles of the store. Okay. And when you do spend time in those aisles, looking for your flour, your spices, your chips, your crackers, whatever else. Just be mindful of what you're picking up and not just taking the box, the label, the front label for face value, okay? I never trust a food by its packaging ever anymore. I don't. You you will rarely catch me grabbing something that I did not read the back of. And I'll give you an example. Like, <laughs> it caught my eye, guys. This is legit. This is how it happens. I was shopping at Costco. I was over in the produce section and I'm rounding around um, to like the meat area and then there's the bunkers of like the hummus and the, the salsas and the guacs and and queso dips and stuff and then way at the end I, I wasn't even nearby it I was just kind of like rounding the corner and this was off in the distance I saw something it looked new you know when you always spot something new at Costco I know you Costco people know <laughs> you got to know what it is it was on the top shelf and I saw this like pretty like bright green like colorful looking packaging and I was like what is that so I you know immediately go over there and it says avocado lime dressing or something of that nature and it wasn't off you know it was like a two-pack giant bottles and uh you know the price was was decent and so I was like okay awesome like this looks great so I flip it over and I start reading the labels kid you not and it, I think it even said it was organic, guys. So this is where it really makes me frustrated. It was like water, avocado, and then it said soybean oil or canola, one of the two. And I was like, are you kidding me? You can't just put avocado oil in there or olive oil. Like, how hard is it? <laughs> Even if it's like two bucks more, I would probably pay for it. Okay. Um, yeah. So it just was like, it was a hard pass for me. It was, that is, I have my, um, my limitations with what I will say yes and no to, and I'll kind of cover that. But that is one of those things. My brain has been trained when I read a label and I see soybean oil or I see canola oil, it is trained to say, nope, that is not good for me. That is not good for my body. I'm putting this back. I can do better or I can make that differently. Like that is literally what goes through my brain. I have, I don't need this. I don't need to waste my money on something that's going to make me sick. And even if it's not making me sick, it's over time, it's wreaking havoc in your body. Just look at it that way. Be in it for the long run, guys, for the long run. Okay. Um, so again, I don't ever trust food by its packaging. That's an example. Um, I didn't always know how to do that, but but now I do. Um, one of my big resources that I gravitated to, if you're on um, Facebook, if you read your emails, if you're on Instagram, Food Babe, the Food Babe, yes. She's got her own story, her own journey. Um, she has even come out with her own line, Truvani, uh, of, 
products that are clean, high quality. I I absolutely just became obsessed with everything she was talking about, her books, everything she would share. I'd read her blog, everything. And that is how I learned to read labels, how I learned to be more aware of what is going into my grocery cart. Uh, so when you're reading labels, these are the three things that I first want you to start looking for. There are so many things that I want you to look for, but right here, I want you just to focus on on these. And, and this is going to be one of the steps in the right direction if you choose to adapt these habits. Um, so when you're reading labels, always be looking for one, hidden oils, two, sugar that comes in different names and things, um, and on the label, it'll show you added sugars and then natural flavors. Okay, so let's talk about the hidden oils. Um, so in terms of oils that aren't good for your body. These are things that are going to be like the vegetable oils, the corn oil, uh, the peanut oils, canola, soybean, safflower. Um, sunflower oil is like meh, in between. Like just don't always think that that is the best one. Like don't go buy the oil to cook with. Okay. If it's a product that you want to buy or like a processed packaged food and it says sunflower but it's not like you know canola or soybean and if you just really want to enjoy something in the moment that's the better option in my opinion um so there is there is so much that goes into those oils that just create so much inflammation in our bodies and you wonder why we struggle with uh puffiness achy joints um, arthritis, brain fog, just, just a wealth of things. And it's because of, of these added oils. They, they don't do anything good for your body. Like, isn't the goal, like, I know the goal to eat is like, some people, everyone's goals are different. Shouldn't the goal be that when you eat, it's with a purpose of like filling your body with the right fuel. It's like filling up, it'd be like filling up your car with like, a different gas just for funsies and then your car does not perform well and then you've got to go spend the money to fix it it's the same thing if you're constantly wanting to eat something filled with crap oil just for funsies like on the reg you're gonna have to take yourself to the to the hospital not the hospital but like the doctor or the, the store to get some vitamins or you're gonna have to do a detox and you're gonna have to spend your money on all of that stuff because you put the wrong gas in the tank guys on a consistent basis. So just trying to give you an analogy to think about it, okay? So really just focus on quality fats like coconut oil, avocado oil, olive oil. Those are the three main oils that I have in my home. Now, when I'm cooking on the stove, I use avocado oil now because I've learned that when you cook at high heat temperatures, olive oil can actually turn toxic or rancid um, that is something more that you want to do when you're baking, when you're drizzling something on a salad, like a dressing, or use the olive oil like afterwards. So drizzle it on your veggies after they're cooked or, um, you know, on your chicken or spaghetti or whatever you like to do, you know, drizzle that on. So that is when you would more ideal use olive oil or, in, yeah, like in a salad dressing, which you can make homemade half the time and save your save your money and, and your body from those junk added oils and 
preservatives in salad dressings. Just a side note, don't go and buy any dressings from Aldi. I've read all the labels, guys. <laughs> you don't want them. Even the organic ones, just flip it over. Just read it and and you'll be blown away. Maybe you didn't even know. And that's okay. There's no judgment because I was there. I used to think Yoplait yogurt was like the best option for me when I was trying to like learn how to eat better after graduating high school and getting a job. I worked in a grocery store and I was like, I'm going to eat Yoplait yogurt. Um, okay. And then I look and you know, it's got like 10 plus grams of sugar in it. And I, and I didn't need that. I was eating one like every day and there's like not that much protein. So anyway, side note there. Okay. So those oils, coconut oil, olive oil, avocado oil, plain and simple. That's all I look for. And there's a lot of great brands out there that are now really trying to add those things in as opposed to the other things. And so, yeah, just start to transition more of those things into your home. Don't worry about what do I got to not buy or get rid of. Just focus on what can I start buying? What can I start implementing into my home rather than focusing on the negative? Just focus on what can I start doing to do a little better and start filtering them into your home. Start learning to shop in different sections of the store. Um, start grabbing new boxes that you've never looked at before and start flipping them over and look for the ones that fit, you know, your budget, your, um, where you're at in life. Okay. And, and you got to start valuing different things. If you really want to value this, then you're going to have to start reorienting how you spend, um, your money in other areas, uh, so that you can make this work. Um, or maybe you, you don't buy all the extras, like bake things at home. Don't buy all the, like when something on, is on sale at Costco, like the chocolate candies or the like clusters, they're like these keto clusters. And I'm just like, Gabby, like they're so good. I know you've bought them before, but you don't need them every time. You don't need to spend, you know, the six, seven, eight bucks on a bag that it's, it's just like a treat and you make these things anytime you want. So you're not going on vacation. You're not going on a road trip. So don't buy it. That's how I look at it. So save yourself a little bit so that you can go get something um, that you do need in your home that could be a little bit more of better quality. Okay, moving on from oils. Uh, sugar. I don't have the list of the names of different names of sugar in front of me, but just know sugar does not just sit on the label as sugar. It has so many different names. There's sucrose, high fructose corn syrup, dextrose, I mean fructose, but I know there's naturally occurring fructose in like fruits and stuff, which I'm not anti-fruit at all, okay? So don't get that from me. Um, I'm just looking at, if you look at a label and you see the added sugars section, that is something you want to look at. So like, of course, when you're going to buy um, ketchup or something with like apples, like applesauce, natural applesauce, okay, those things have naturally, or um, pasta sauce naturally occurring sugars in them. So tomatoes do, apples do, okay? The thing is, so you're going to see maybe just a small fraction of sugars in the on the label. You want to make sure that there's no added sugars. So if you see a number greater than zero in the added sugars column, that's a sign that there are sugars in your products. Now, also, there are a lot of sugar-free sweeteners out there, I understand. The only ones that you should be buying are stevia, which there's also, I could do another topic on this, um, added things to stevia that companies will do so that they can, you know, cut costs and make it in bulk 
and make it cheap and highly available and still putting extras in there that you don't need. So stevia and monk fruit, okay? Those are basically the only two sugar-free sweeteners. You, sh you should not be using sweet and low. You should not be using Splenda. Xylitol, urethritol, sugar alcohols, like, mm, like just kind of steer as far away as from those ones as you can. Um, so, but guys, who, legit, who is using Splenda anymore? Like, come on, we can do better. We can do better. So just be mindful of added sugars. You don't need it. That also causes inflammation. That causes those joint aches, brain fog, addiction. Guys, sugar is just as addictive as cocaine. I'm not lying. You go look at it. Go Google it right now, okay? You crave sugar and watch. You know that when you take some sugar out of your diet, if you're like, I'm not going to have sugar for, you know, a month, you want it and you kind of go through withdrawals and you start salivating when you smell something or you see that donut or whatever it is that you want. Um, so just, just be mindful. Sugar is a huge thing that is in so many packaged foods it is insane. Coffee creamers, guys. Okay, because I'm a coffee person. I have been blown away by almost, I flip over every coffee creamer because I'm always hopeful that I could find one that at least like would make me feel better about buying. <laughs> one tablespoon is typically a serving in any of your coffee creamers, your Coffee Mate, your Nestle, your um, even your almond milk, co coconut milk creamers. Uh, I forget all the brands that are out there, but um, international coffee house or international creamers. I don't even know what it's called. One tablespoon, guys, is typically your serving size. Guess how much sugar is in one? Five. Five grams of sugar. And who stops at just a tablespoon, right? Who, who just stops at that? Nobody, because we just don't, okay? You're putting probably two to four tablespoons Four tablespoons is 20 grams of added sugar to your morning, to your coffee. Not to mention the people that stop at Starbucks and don't just get black coffee with cream. Uh, so I have really just trained myself to be like, I don't need that. Now the time I do buy it is when it's my peppermint mocha and I want that during the holiday season. I buy, give myself one and I enjoy it fully because that is the time that I'm going to. And I'm okay with it. I have um, no issue with it. And I know there's healthier ways to make it out there, but sometimes I just I just want that easy go-to um, and, and it's okay. It's, it's not something I consume on the regular, okay? So a lot of things that I've started doing is I'll add in um, organic half and half. I love half and half in my coffee. Um, heavy cream is also, if you can find grass-fed or really quality heavy cream, it's so smooth it's so rich it's so good for you um just a splash of that and then i add it if i want it sweetened i add a drop or two of my liquid stevia that's it i i love it and i love drinking my coffee black as well so i kind of alternate between both or i blend in my favorite collagen protein and i use a brand called primal kitchen and i love blending in uh, a scoop of their chocolate. It makes it like a mocha. I've blended protein powders into my coffee um, just to stabilize me. If I know I can't get to my food right away, like this morning I have it sitting next to me. I did a scoop of uh, my collagen. I did a half a scoop of my chocolate um, uh, protein powder. And then 
I did a little bit of half and half and that was it. I don't think I added any more stevia because those collagen powders have that in there. So that's it. And it makes it creamy. It makes it perfect. And just, yeah. So that, that is how you start to get creative and find new ways. So that's, that's what I wanted to say about sugar with the coffee creamers because most of the population drinks coffee <laughs> or something in the morning that maybe they add cream to <clears throat> or sugared creams. Okay, so natural flavors is going to be the last thing that we're going to focus on. Now, I will be honest, you very rarely can get away from it. I have to sacrifice a lot of things where I'm like, everything else on here is clean, but it says natural flavors. And it just breaks my heart because I end up, it, it might be a kid's snack thing. And it's just like, oh, I'm, I can't make everything homemade. And I, you know, I'm at this store and I can't go to all the other stores to go get, or, you know, or maybe I can't afford to buy that more expensive one this time because I bought all these other things and everything else in here is clean and it says natural flavors. So great. This is what it's going to be. So what is the deal with natural flavors you're asking? <laughs> so things that are not, I don't know. Why would you need to put that on a label in the first place? Natural flavors. Like, okay, when I eat an apple, why would I need to put natural flavors on a label for an apple? Like an apple in its essence is just it. That is the being. It is an apple and it is natural. And those are the flavors that are in it. So like, I don't, sometimes I just, I'm confused by why this has even become a thing on labels. So basically what it is, is these are flavors. There's nothing natural about them, by the way. These are flavors made from a proprietary mixture of chemicals derived from anything in nature. So I wouldn't look this up. I have this in front of me. And this is why I want you to avoid them as often as possible. The only difference between natural and artificial flavors is that natural flavors are derived from things found in nature. And natural flavors are used to make the foods taste real. Every flavor may contain up to 100, 100 ingredients, including synthetic chemicals such as solvent propylene, glycol, or preservative BHA, as well as GMO-derived ingredients. I know I just spoke a completely different language to you, but if it didn't make sense to you, then you shouldn't be going in your body, plain and simple. That's the other rule of thumb. If you can't, under, if you can't pronounce it, put it back. Uh... So unless, so it's as well as GMO derived ingredients, unless organic or non-GMO project verified. So flavors can also include, I can't even say this, excitotoxins like MSG that cause your taste buds to experience irresistibility when it comes to food. So that's what I was talking about. There's that science behind it where they want to make it irresistible to your body, to your taste buds, to your brain. There is a whole chemical reaction. I mean, just... Think of the times that you have salivated in your mouth and not even put anything in your mouth because it's something you smell. There is that whole process going on between the mouth, the mind, the body connection, and it's all like, um, you know, there and, and your body knows. So, uh, so that is a little bit behind natural flavors. And I just look at it as a little dropper bottle that they just take and plop it into the food like a little tincture a little tincture full of stuff that I don't even know I don't have any control over and there are even organic companies clean companies uh that that do have this in some of their products now 
like I mentioned before, the Food Babe came out with her own line, Truvani. You won't find that in any of her products. She stands behind it 100%. It's not going to be on the label, won't be in there. She is very real and raw with her ingredients. Some other companies that I buy from, like the Primal Kitchen or I'm trying to think of um, another company. I, I'm blanking at the moment. But like I will, I, I will reorder things consistently because I feel that maybe in my high hopes that they too value my health and their natural flavors are better sourced. I don't know. Again, these things are so dominant in almost every food that it's in almost impossible to get away from completely unless you live a very like, I don't have kids, I can just eat, you know, uh, fruits and vegetables and meat all the time, never going to have any of the other stuff. Great, that works for you. Awesome. You're never going to have natural flavors in your life. I don't drink coffee creamer. I'm not, you know, Coffee creamers, all of them have natural flavor. You wonder how they get the vanilla flavor, the hazelnut flavor, the mint flavor, the whatever flavor you buy, the, bur you know, those, what, fruity pebbles? Like, come on, guys. Natural flavors. They create it so that your body thinks that you're getting the, the bowl of cereal from your fruity pebbles in your coffee and it makes you want more, okay? So there's a whole element that goes into that. It's not good for you. There's so many chemicals um, so just steer clear from it as much as you can. Like I said, I'm not perfect in any way, uh, you know, when buying things, but if it is clean as a whistle on all other ends, I'm going for it because I don't have time. Like I said, to just make all the homemade granola bars and all the homemade granolas and, and, um, you know, chips, I don't make chips, like whatever, like, and not that they're in my chips, the natural flavors, but yeah, it's in very little of my things, <clears throat> even yogurts. I just buy plain, sweeten it with either collagen powder or stevia. My kids, we don't put anything in the yogurt. It's plain. We put fresh fruit, frozen fruit. I make homemade granola that does have like coconut sugar in it or something or honey, but we don't add any extra sweetener to our, to our, um, yogurt. I don't buy the vanilla flavored because that's with natural flavors. Like this is where I've trained my brain. So hidden oils, added sugars, natural flavors. Those are the three things. And if you can't pronounce something on the label, we'll make it four things. Those are the things I want you to focus on when looking at labels. So you got to start training your brain. I have come to a point in my life where I just don't allow myself to buy those things. I, my brain immediately says, nope, not good. Put it back. Nope. Don't need that. Put it back. Nope. That's a waste of money. Put it back. Nope. You can make that homemade. Put it back. Um, even if it's on sale, I don't care. It's, it's not beneficial. And I know that I can't be in control of it all, but I feel <laughs> this, this is who I am. So I feel like a more accomplished person slash mom and very proud and it, you know, boosts my ego. Okay, I'll just be honest. When I make better choices uh, for me, for my kids, for my husband, and that I'm helping fuel their bodies, fill up their gas tank with quality things. And yeah, you know, it just it just makes me feel good if I'm just being honest. And um, yeah, that's just that's just where I'm at. And and I know not everyone is me, and I know not it's not gonna hit everyone the same, but. I 
just want to inspire people to truly just live a really a free life and what I mean by that is free from sickness free from illness free from disease free from aches and pains free from constant uh, visits to you know the outpatient clinic or the hospital or the pediatrician or whoever um I, I just want you to live a more full life that isn't, and, and that's not keeping you bound by your physical limitations due to the choices that you didn't even know you were, like the choices that you're making, you didn't even know were contributing factors to that. So, uh, you know, that that's just like my whole goal with wanting to bring such energy behind these, I get really passionate when I talk about this, and this is where some of my episodes might get longer. Um, it's because I just, I truly believe that I have gained so much value since, honestly, okay, I'm turning 29 at the end of the month. It's my golden birthday, guys, on the 29th. So exciting. I waited so long. Um, we'll just say since I got married at 19, I, that is really when my journey began. And I started to really take things into my own hands, take matters into my own hands. And it has taken me almost 10 years to really get to a place of like finding my rhythm, what I can say yes to, what I'm, or what I say yes to and what I'm going to say no to, um, what I, what I allow, what I don't allow, and just not creating food rules in a sense that bind me and keep me bound and, oh no, I can't have that. Like, no, I'm choosing to not have that. It's not that I can't. I don't want it. I don't want the Oreo. You know, I don't want the junk ice cream um, all the time. Like, it's just not, I know how it makes me feel as well. So, if you want to live a more full, vibrant, um, healthy life and have a better mood, like, it all affects your mood as well and your sleep and, and everything. I feel like it's just a domino effect. So, when you eat better and you move your body, it's all domino effect. Everything should go more uphill from there as opposed to downhill. <laughs> so I know this episode is getting long, but just wanted to touch on one more thing about those labels that, because I forgot about it, it's right here in my notes, organic labels, they don't necessarily mean healthy. Same with gluten-free, dairy-free, made with whole grains, all natural, made with olive oil. I just read something about a mayo that right on the front it says made with olive oil you flip it around it's also containing soybean oil and canola oil okay that's a hard pass and that is such false advertising and half the time when they say that it contains a certain ingredient they don't even have to put that much in there for it to be in there and it's not even like you know, when I make a, a homemade salad dressing with olive oil, it's with a, like a full cup of it. I make a big batch and it's like a full cup or a half cup, I'm sorry, a half cup of olive oil. Pretty sure they didn't put a half cup of olive oil in that mayo or in the salad dressings that are on the shelves. They add other things. They just add a little bit of olive oil, market it be, that it has olive oil in it, and then that gets you to buy it because that's quote unquote healthier. And so that's what they're trying to do is convince you that theirs is healthier and not so much 
Um, dairy-free, gluten-free, whole grain, all that stuff. Read all the cereal boxes. Just don't even buy the cereal. Save it for, like, a treat and to go back to your childhood days, okay? I grew up on cereal, on steroids, guys. Like, that. And I thought the unsweetened ones were healthier for me. So I would blend, like, half-sweetened and half-unsweetened. That's what my mom would do. <laughs> and I would eat it dry in the hallways of the high school, uh, or the, hall, the high school hallways for my breakfast in the morning. Yep. Um, what do you call them? Wheaties? Or uh, frosted mini-wheats? That's it. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what I would eat. Or half Honey Nut Cheerios and half regular. Mm-hmm. Yep, definitely. Nothing, nothing healthy about it. So that is all I got for you guys today. I hope that this was helpful and that you gained some insight. I would love if you would um, let me know your takeaways from this screenshot this, share this on your stories, on your social media, um, with some takeaways, share it with someone that you know and love who you think um, would find value in this, that you want to encourage to shop better with you, have accountability together. If you have questions or comments, feel free to always message me. If you got me on social media, you've got my email, um, gabby.flater at getrootedinhealth.com or just find that all that info in the show notes below. Um, but as always, I'm so grateful for you here, tuning in, being here. I hope that you learned something new or if all of this was new for you, listen to it again, take notes, whatever you need to do. Um, but I'm wishing you guys so much health and happiness. Until next time, I will talk to you guys soon.